0: As far as making a will goes, would you recommend an online company like LegalZoom? Thanks for the question. And I see here that the question involves, you might want to trust, you might want a will. What are some potential downsides of using a service like that? In order for a will or trust to be lawfully enforceable, it typically needs to be notarized and or signed by in front of two witnesses, and often both. So in other words, if you hire an attorney to draft your will, often two staff members from the law firm will come and serve as witnesses when you actually sign the document. And somebody may also notarize the document so there's no dispute over whether you actually executed that will whether you actually signed it if you're using an online service here are the potential problems first you still have to deal with this signature issue locally and you are going to be responsible to make sure it's done right and by the way if it's not done right you're probably not gonna know until you're gone And then it's too late to do anything about it. Similarly, when you are using one of these online services to put together a will or a trust, they are not lawyers. Their disclaimer has a very strong disclaimer on that. They are simply a template service. And they can use software to help you identify the language that should go in that template, but they are limited by state laws that govern providing legal services. These software companies are not allowed to provide legal advice to you. In other words, they're not allowed to look at your situation and figure out what language should be in there. They can let you use their software, but they can't give advice on that. So if you don't have an attorney who's actually understanding your goals and your concerns and making sure that the language in the document you're signing, whether it's a will or trust, does what you want, you're accepting a lot of risk. And the real risk, uh, or, or the problem is, you don't know what errors or wrong words or phrases or sections were used in that document until you're gone. I mean, I guess technically you don't even know at that point because you're gone. You've passed away. And now it's up to a court to try to figure that out. And... A court is going to hear from all sides and so now you have your family members or heirs lawyering up, spending money, fighting. And typically the last thing somebody wants is for their loved ones to be fighting over what they get. You intended inheritance as a blessing to their lives. You certainly would not want it to cause conflict, stress, and legal fighting. And yet, unfortunately, that's what happens when there are errors in a will or a trust. And I'm using the word errors lightly because usually you read the sentences in a will or a trust and they're perfect. The grammar's perfect, the spelling's perfect. The error is that the legal language does not do what you intended it to do. And so you can't see that error just by looking at the grammar or the spelling. It takes a person who understands all the legal terms and the legal doctrine and concepts to read it or craft it in a way that reflects what you've said you want. That's why right now, attorneys are the only way to do that. Artificial intelligence can't do that yet legal template services can't do that. And by the way, if you want a template, there are a lot of free ways to get a template. You can just type in Minnesota will template file type colon PDF and take a look at some of the results that come up. Or New York trust template file type colon PDF. When you drop that into Google, it will show you all sorts of PDF responses that match your search terms. So you can find all sorts of templates. But in most cases, I recommend that people not use a template service online like LegalZoom for a will and a trust because they're complex documents and there isn't enough time to correct it. You might use it for a simple contract. You might even use ChatGPT for a simple contract. But a will and a trust ties into state statutes and legal doctrines that are not necessarily simple. In fact, many times people are better off not having a will at all than having a will that doesn't say what they want it to say. In all states in the United States, there's a statute that says if a person dies without a will, that's called intestate, there are default provisions regarding how their assets are distributed. And a court oversees that in a probate process. So if you pass without a will, there are a lot of default provisions that work for most middle class or people who uh, don't have significant money. For example, it says the default rules in Minnesota say, if one spouse passes, everything goes to my other spouse. If both of us pass, everything goes to our kids. If our kids pass at the same time, or we don't have kids, it goes to our parents. If they're not around, it goes to siblings. So you have these default rules in place, but they don't apply if you have a will. And if you have a will that doesn't say what you think it says, then the assets would go to the wrong people after you pass. So I'm not a fan of using an online service one option I suppose if you're really trying to cut corners is to use an online service to prepare your will or trust or maybe you just go down to your local office supply store and buy some software for fifty dollars or some templates and use that to put together what you think you want and then hire a local attorney to review it to make sure it says what you think it says and then that attorney and the attorney's staff can help you with witnesses and signing it and make sure it's legally given effect because a document that is not properly signed or notarized or done before witnesses is as worthless as any other letter or note that you may or may not have written or somebody might have written for you. The reason the rules are so strict on wills and trusts is because the court wants to know it was actually you that put that document together not somebody else pretending to be you. So that's why the state law is so tight on the signature requirements for a will. And in fact, many states will not even honor a video of you because it is not necessarily as reliable as the process that's in the statute. This is a hotly contested issue but the concern is that a will who knows what the date and time was of the video will. If a person creates a video and says here's what I want done did they have proper legal advice? Were they under the influence of any drugs? Was somebody holding a gun to them behind the camera? And what was the actual date and time of the video? There are all sorts of credibility issues with video wills. And so for that reason, to my knowledge, at least so far, most states do not even follow or consider credible a video will. It needs to be a will signed as required by the local state statute. If you're interested in other educational content like this, feel free to subscribe to this YouTube channel. That way you'll get notices about other times we go live and other videos that come out. We're trying to produce regular educational content so that business owners can be empowered to have a more successful business and more successful life. I'm Aaron Hall, if you'd like to stay in touch Go to AaronHall.com slash free and we will put you on a list so you can receive some free resources including videos to help the success of your company. Thanks for joining us on this video today.